yes. <laughs> Episode number three. Number three. Yo. Well, you know, three is very important, Paul. Okay. How, why is that, Frank? Because three throughout history is a very important number. Okay. I mean, uh, me in. The, like Nikola Tesla okay. was obsessed with the number three. Okay. Okay. Look at religion. Religion, the Trinity. Yes. Oh, that's Trinity. right. Yeah, three. Trinity. Yep. Three. Uh, the Greeks, they came <laughs> up with the triangles. Okay. Three. 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 So three is very important. And you know what th- this episode is going to do? It's going to launch us. Okay. There we go. This one probably will, because we're going to we're going to hit a very sensitive topic this uh, today. It's sensitive only because you know why it's very sensitive, Paul. Because it's uh, about the most important thing in a lot of people's lives. That's true, but yeah. you know what else? No, I don't. Go. You know what? They're going to have to change this because we always said man's best friend. Okay. But we learned <laughs> in our last podcast, right? Yes. We can't say man's best friend there you anymore. Go. So, so what do we say now? That this is uh, our best friend? Or the human being's best friend? Maybe. So, Maybe and, yeah. what is, and what is our best friend? It is a dog. A dog? Yeah. What better topic to talk about than dogs? Yeah. I want to make one apology to from our last uh, podcast about gender. I want to apologize to Caitlyn Jenner. That is her name. That's the name she chose. We refer to as Bruce Jenner. So we apologize, Caitlyn. Uh, and I think that was maybe one of the issues that we, you know, you had with what we talked about the last time. And I don't want to get into gender again, but I just right. want to make that apology. Okay. Um, so let's start our topic today on dogs. Our awesome topic on dogs. Yeah. Well, but I have to, I have to admit one thing, Paul. Oh, okay. I'm more of a cat person. Okay. I, we have a cat too. Do you? My girlfriend came with a cat. I never <laughs> thought I'd love a cat. He's my bud, man. He's your bud, huh? Yeah, he's my buddy, without a doubt. He's love, my buddy. I love the cats. I, just, do I, too. I don't have the time to have one right now. But we have dogs, of course. Yep, definitely. So I met Frank's dog, Roscoe. <laughs> Who tried to jump on me? I didn't let him jump. Now Roscoe wants to eat me every time I come in. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. I think he just—he just—he's a tough guy, right? He just yeah, he's playing tough guys. What he's doing. But you had an experience with two dogs, you know? Yes, and, I did. Uh, tell us about your experience. You had two two boxers, and what went on with them? Well, uh, my wife purchased uh, one dog first. He uh, Riley. He was a boxer. And then he was so cute that she had to have another dog. So she went and bought his brother, Roscoe. And I don't think it was the greatest decision in the world. (laughs) Because uh, the two dogs didn't get along and fought their entire lives. (laughs) And didn't listen. They went to training, all this stuff. They were... It was was a horrible experience, the two dogs. Okay. Horrible. Okay. And then... uh, uh, Ross, uh, Riley passed away a year and a half ago, and his brother's still here, Roscoe. The day his brother died, it was a turning point. A turning point. <laughs> I mean, it was just like someone flipped a switch, and Roscoe has become the greatest dog in the world. Okay. I remember you come in the office, you always bitch about your dogs, how you hated your dogs. And I think we can get into that later, but I think there was some kind of pack mentality going on uh, with that. And basically, dogs are pack animals. So are people. That's why we get along so good. 
somebody in that pack's got to be in charge, okay? And it yeah. sounds like maybe Riley was at that time, okay? He was definitely in charge. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, I have, I have a new dog experience, too. Okay. One, one of my friends had some uh, physical problems, and he, he couldn't handle the dog anymore, so I adopted their dog, uh, Zena. And uh, she's just great, super high-energy dog. Thank you, Mary and Pat, and uh, for that. But uh, I haven't dog. had yeah, I haven't had a dog for a while, so this is getting used to this. My girlfriend also is getting used to a dog. We're training her, super high energy, and she's a lab boxer mix, is what she is. So it's cool. Uh, and I actually train dogs too, so it's a good home for her. Is what happens. Um, you know, with dogs, there's like. 48 million households with dogs in the United 48 States. 48 million? 48 million. And, here, the, you, and the population of the United States, the last one I looked, looked at was about 329 million people in the United States. 48 million? 48 million dogs. Unbelievable, right? Well, that's, that's what they, that's what the, all the ones that they know of. That's true. That's so there's true. probably even more. Probably more, yeah. And that comes out to about 1.6 per household. Compared to 31 million cats uh, ah. in, in households with cats. You know, I was interested in that, what, what the number was from cats to yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. And dogs, I think total number of dogs in this country, at least the stats that I saw, and like you said, it's probably more than this, about 77 million dogs and about 58 million cats in this country is what it is. So, wow. Uh, that's a lot of dogs. That is, without a doubt, man. So they must be very popular critters around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you what do you find interesting about dogs, Frank? Um. Oh, you put me on the spot, Paul. Okay. Well, we can keep going. Uh, <laughs> you know what I do find interesting about a dog is how loyal they are. Without a doubt, yeah. They can, and they can be really loyal. Um, very loyal. Yeah, you're part of the pack. Dogs realize they need the pack to survive, and um, they will protect that pack. You can have the uh, wimpiest dog in the world, and if somebody actually threatens you or you are panicked, your body gives off chemicals, okay? The okay. The dog picks up on that, and they will protect you. You're part of the pack. They know. No they kidding. To, they, they, they just know that they need the pack to survive. Unbelievable. Now, now, how does that pack kind of a thing work? I mean... I are you like the leader of the pack because you're the one who supplies food? No. No? The person who gives and enforces commands is the one who's the pack. Ah. Dogs constantly test you. Everything okay. your dog does is a test, okay? Okay. You can have a dog that comes every time you call him. He can be a quarter mile away. You whistle, he comes. Right. One time he doesn't come and you let him get away with it. He figures out you are losing it, and he's going to test you more to see ah, what he can get away with. They're smart. Yeah, they are. They're really smart. And uh, in a natural dog pack, you have an alpha dog, okay? He picks where he wants to sleep. He gets the first uh, shot at the food. The other dogs constantly try to take food away from him, okay? Okay. And one of these days, he gets old. He can't protect it anymore. Next guy moves up is what happens. and uh, So it goes in order? Yep. And it's the same thing with people. They, they know who they can get away with, with things, right. who they have to listen to, and who will enforce things, and who doesn't. Uh, people think dogs are dumb. They are not. They are no, constantly thinking. No, I don't thinking. think they're yeah, dumb yeah. at all. Yeah. They can do everything we can do. They can think. They can plan. Um, they just can't talk. That's the only thing on there. Um, well, they talk in their own way. They have their own language. But we had, we had somebody, and I swear the dog knew this, they had an electronic fence, right? So this dog would go up to the electronic fence, just where it started to vibrate, didn't get a shock. Uh -huh. 
and he'd lay down and he'd wait for the vibration to go away and then he'd go through. And he did that numerous times. Hmm. Do you think that was coincidence or did that dog actually know what he was doing? Yeah. I, I think he knew what he was doing. I think he I got think it all so figured too. out. Yeah. I don't think they're that out. stupid. I know. I know. I now, know. now, which do you think is smarter, a cat or a dog? Ah, they're different animals. The, the, different animals, you know, yeah. Dogs yep. are pack animals. That's why we can train them. Right. Cats are not. You know, try to herd a pack of cats and That's see true. what happens with that one. True. But the, um, the I thing- think I think they're both. You know, they they're both geared for survival in, in their own ways. Um, our cat at home does some pretty smart things. Yeah. The cat knows when uh, we're going to grab him and throw him out. He knows that ahead of time. And what's even funnier, when he first when he first came in the house, we have a hallway that has three doors in there, right? Okay, three and, doors. And he would take off There's on the three me. again. Well, we got one up to, yeah, there you go. <laughs> one up to the attic, one down the basement, and one to enter. So if he went in there, he figured all the doors were open, and he could just take off. You couldn't catch him, right? He had a choice. Okay. But that little stinker, as soon as he sucked his head through the first doorway, if he saw the other two were closed, he'd back off. And it took... Less than a second. He wow. knew that immediately. So that's, I think, pretty smart Wow. Uh, for animals. So I don't know which is smarter. I don't know either, but yeah. I just like the cat's attitudes better. They're yeah, like, they are. screw they, you. They do. That's, that's exactly right, Frank. That's exactly it. All right, pet, pet me and now stop. I'll bite you. Okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, again, dogs are pack animals. That's why we can train dogs. Um, and somebody in that pack's got to be in charge. And if it's you, it's great. If it's your dog, your life's going to be miserable. Yeah, like, places, like we knew. I yeah, knew that. Yeah. yeah, that's probably what happened with your other dog. You know, uh, Riley was the head honcho in his in his mind anyway. He so, was. Yeah. He was tough as nails, that yeah, dog. Yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. He was dominant without a doubt. You know, just I, I just Googled some of this too. Number Number one popular breed is, is Labrador Retriever. Kind no of kidding. would expect that, yeah. <clears throat> number two is a French Bulldog, which I know they're really cute and people <laughs> like them. I, didn't, I wouldn't <laughs> expect they were number two, but that's what came they're up. They're like little barrels with yeah, legs. Yeah, they're cute little faces. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, Golden Retriever was number three. German Shepherd was number four. That's kind of what I would expect for those. Okay. Um, uh, but... Um, I think maybe the most popular breed, and maybe the breed I work with the most, is mixed breed dogs. Uh, a mutt. A mutt, yeah, basically. And, right. Uh, now, do you find them to be smarter? Not really. I no? think they're not any smarter, not any dumber. Um, okay. What happens sometimes with mixed breed dogs? If you look at the breed, you can kind of tell what the dominant breed is. Like they have a lot of the doodles today, um, like a golden doodle, labradoodle, bernadoodle. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, Usually the golden doodles, if they look like a golden retriever, they're really pretty good obedience dogs. If they look more like a poodle, they're tougher to train. Poodles are really good obedience dogs, but they will test you more is what they do. Really? Yeah. So if you kind of look at your dog, if it looks like a beagle, looks like a boxer, looks like a German shepherd, the most, <clears throat> even if it's you know a mixed breed, that's most likely the temperament it will have, uh, believe it or not. Uh, some of the mixed breed dogs are just beautiful. Boy, when the, when the stuff works on them, they're some of the most beautiful dogs out there. And uh, right, right, they're one of a kind. They're a designer dog. And they're one of a kind. Some of the you know the doodle breeds, the mixed breed, they are expensive. They cost more than the purebred dog. And really, uh, yeah, and uh, really, really pricey. And they all look different. There's different. There's different um, 
levels of the doodles, <clears throat> and I'm not the expert on that. I didn't even know that existed, but some of my clients told me that's what happened. Uh, there's different levels, so they look certain ways is what happens, which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about pack theory. Um, kind of, too, it's, you know, if you're selecting a dog, you maybe um, – Maybe you want to figure what type of dog you want, what you want the dog to do, what your living arrangements are on there. Now, so go, now go. with that, yep. I think most people will pick a dog by how it looks versus... You're probably right. I don't, I don't think people put any thought into, hey, we need a, this specific kind of a dog. I think they bring their kids there and the kids go, <laughs> oh, I love this little okay. puppy, mommy. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. That you find that to be true or? Yeah, but that's absolutely the worst way to pick a dog. Worst, okay? right? Yeah. Most important thing is temperament with dogs. Dogs are born with certain temperaments and they're born with them. They don't go away. Some dogs are very dominant. Probably not a bad dog. You can train that dog. Some dogs are very aggressive. Dominant, aggressive, probably not a dog you want. Some are very submissive, man. Just sleep and leave me alone. Probably a great dog <laughs> if that's what you want. Some dogs are fearful. But they're born with these temperaments, and you have to deal with those temperaments. And there's actually tests you can do on uh, temperaments on puppies. Um, some breeds, like if you, like I saw um, a Doberman Pinscher, they they got a um, a book. It was probably half an inch thick. Okay, of different tests the breeder had done on that dog, and it okay. was pretty accurate to describe mm. the dog's temperament. It was really really good. But yeah, to me, the most important thing is selecting a dog with a good temperament that you good want. Good temperament, right? Yeah, yeah well, it. you can't have a dog that bites, that's for sure. Mm, so I, I guess not. Some people maybe want that, but I wouldn't anyway. <laughs> Unless you're a, you know, fighting a dog. I know, which I, know is terrible. I know, I know. Um, but you kind of maybe look for a breed selection too, you know, something that's good for your family. Usually if you have small kids, bigger dogs are good. Um if you're older and you travel a lot, the smaller dogs, you can just take on the planes with you and all that. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good for doing that, too. Now, you you talk about temperament. Yeah. Look at a, uh, those stupid chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go there. Nice. Go. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're the smallest dog with the nastiest attitudes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that like small dog syndrome or something? No, it's two hours. It was it was funny. I think it was on Quora. They had a thing going with dog trainers, what the toughest dog was to train. Yeah. And my mind's going all over the place. And somebody said, Chihuahua. <laughs> and almost everybody agreed with them, including me. Chihuahuas can be tough little dogs, Oh, my man. God. They're nasty. Yeah, they can be tough. They can be tough dogs. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting, I guess. Um why do you think people like dogs, Frank? Why why are they such a big big population in, in this country and probably all over the world? I think people have dogs. Well, like uh, I said before, I think it's the loyalty thing. They just love it that dogs, you know, they're they're so happy to see you when you come home. They're jumping mm, all over the place. That's you know, true. they're they're just like they want to they want to lay on you, especially a boxer. I don't know how your boxer is. It's very it's she's got boxer temperament. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, they yeah. have to touch you all the time. They yep. have to be up against yep. you. Yep. Yep. It's kind of, you know, I, I think that's one of the boxer traits. Yep, I think you're right. The other boxer trait is they like to use their front feet. That's why, yes. that's why they're called boxers, I think. Uh, right. Our dog does that too. Uh, right. She's good with moving her front feet is what happens. What do you think is... Uh... Well, I think, I, think, I think a lot of times you personalize with, um, with dogs. A lot of people, the dogs are their children, okay. And, um, mm -hmm. and like you said, they're happy. Most of the time they're loyal. They're, you know, pretty loyal. I know at our house with the new dog, she's 
super happy, happy, happy dog. My girlfriend gets a kick out of that. And our dog likes to go outside and run around the fields, play, and has a good time. (laughs) We had some big herding balls out there we got this week, and the dog just goes crazy chasing them. They're probably... uh, one was probably two 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 foot diameter ball, and the other one's maybe eighteen inch diameter ball. Really, the dog just goes crazy in the fields, jumping on that, chasing him around. So chasing him around, yeah, happy, nice happy dog. Wears <laughs> her out too, which is good. New right. dog has a lot of uh, energy for sure. Uh, you know, just you know, just just the dogs amaze me just how smart they are sometimes. Like somebody will call me and they tell me about all the bad stuff their dog does and how dumb their dog is. And I'm thinking, wow, your dog's probably an Einstein because it does exactly what it wants <laughs> what to it do. Wants to it's do. got you figured out is what it does. It's got you wrapped around yeah, his fing- yeah, your finger. Yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, the, you know, we use dogs, seeing eye dogs and um, search and rescue dogs. Um, well, that's the, the whole thing when it comes down to their smell. Yeah, it is. Actually, the funny thing, we had, we had friends out west. They had a search and rescue dog. It was a golden retriever, and they, they were on a ranch. Every time you were outside, this dog was bringing something for you to throw constantly, dropping <laughs> stuff at your feet. Yeah. How they trained that dog was this dog loved to retrieve, right? So they'd have a setup like a big box, and they'd put some dirt over it, and the dog could sniff, and they'd open it up. And guess what? There was a person in there, okay? Oh, wow. And the person came out, and he had a ball to throw. So he threw a ball. So they're looking for people and smelling maybe under, you know, avalanches or whatever. They're mm-hmm. basically looking for somebody to throw a ball is what they're doing. Really? Is that what it is? There. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, oh, no I believe kidding. that's how it worked. And that dog was, was very good at doing that. So uh, they're looking for someone to play. Yeah, that's what they are. And, and they don't even know that they're... They know they're there. They know they're there, they but they maybe know they're not totally under stress. But whatever, wow. they want somebody to play with, and they find. Wow, them. that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, they, I I know. Like uh, I remember watching Unsolved Mysteries or, yep. or one of those those shows, and there was one episode on there. They were using a hound dog because I guess they have like the best uh, scent. Yeah, scent yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And this thing, uh, this thing tracked down. What they were looking for, for, I think it was like 10 miles. Wow. And the the person was in a car. Wow. So it wasn't even like they were walking. Yep. They were in a car. And this dog was able to track them down. I mean, how amazing yeah, the scent. is that, that they could pick up the scent like that? Yeah, the scent and the hearing, big deal for the dogs, without a doubt. Yeah, the um, hearing. Yeah, that's yeah. why they freak out at 4th of July. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Some dogs hate like thunder, loud noises. Other dogs don't care. So. Yeah, like my dopey dog, he doesn't care. It, it, my my our dog doesn't seem to uh, be a problem anyway with that either. So <laughs> I guess. Uh, oh boy, trying to think of dog stories here. You might find interesting. Um, dogs test their owners. What happens? And um, we had somebody once. I worked with the dog. They had an Airedale. Dog did everything I wanted. Now, what's to an do. Airedale? It is a bigger dog, like a hunting dog. It's got a really rough, rough coat, is what it is. Okay, uh, it's probably the size of your, you know, Roscoe, um, right? You know, Weimaraner type, uh, German Shorter Pointer type size, but really, okay. really rough coat. Roscoe, cool. by the way, is about sixty-five pounds. Okay, that's about the same, same, same weight as our dog. So, okay, uh, they're about the same as that. But uh, 
Whenever I work with that dog, that dog did whatever I would do. Really good, good dog. When the owners work, they didn't listen at all. Well, that's what you said before. Yeah, you have to be as, dominant. As most of the training is with the owners. That's most of the time we do. Yeah, it's the owners. But it was funny. They used to take them back to where they got the dog from to get groomed, right? Okay. The minute that dog got out of the car <laughs> and the new owner, the old owner was in charge, the dog listened to him exactly. <laughs> Which proves the fact. Yeah, I said. That know, a lot of training is, is yeah, in the human behavior, yeah, not the yeah, dog behavior. Yeah, yeah. Because the dogs pick up on that, right? They have a sense. They know. They, they test you. Sense. They, test, they test you. They constantly know. They know if you're in charge or you're not. And it's good if you are. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I think, boy... A couple of years ago in California, you went out to a seeing eye dog school, which was really a cool setup. They had oh, like so. they had like four hundred dogs there, and they had um, they had golden retrievers and labs is what the two choices they had. Okay. And uh, they bred their own dogs. Surprisingly, maybe not. They didn't have any chocolate labs there, and I probably really? think I know why. Uh, and I talked to the trainer. He said, usually the chocolate labs don't work out good for seeing eye dogs. No. And in my experience, chocolate labs usually are um, a little tougher to train. Really? Yeah. I think whatever color they they use to come out with that brown was probably one tough dog. But not all the time, but a lot of times if you have issues where dogs are tougher to train, it's usually a chocolate lab. Really? I wonder why. I think because the original, they're all, all the dogs are crossbred, okay? Right. And there was one breed in there. I don't know what it was, but they came out with that chocolate color. And probably when that's a trait out in that dog, it probably was a really tough dog. Uh, so it's probably a tougher dog, just part of its genetic makeup to uh, to train. Okay. Uh, usually the, the blacks are the best, the gold, you know, the, the yellows are the next best. Uh, but they're all trainable. That's good. And this was in a place uh, that, that trained just for seeing eye? Seeing eye. And I was surprised. Um, do- those dogs really get stressed out. I don't think they last that long, but they had a pretty good setup where they would, um, if you qualified, you'd get the dog for free. They'd bring you in there. They'd uh, work you with the dog. And I think they picked up all the vet bills for the dog. And the only thing you had, if, if you couldn't use the dog anymore, that they would get the dog back. But it was really stressful on the dogs. And one of the things I, w- I, I was surprised, like you always think there, be careful, you know, going across streets with traffic, curbs, you know, going up and down stairs. But they also taught those dogs to watch headspace too. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, like me coming down your stairs, um, you know, you have to watch, you know, bang your head. So that I was impressed. I didn't, I didn't. Oh, I, I never, never knew I, that. I, I never thought of that either. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that makes sense though. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah, to yeah. watch a yeah. blind person yeah. Yeah. walk right into something. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was. Um... Now. Now to 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 cup to tandem off of your story there, okay. uh, I think two years ago or so, uh, we found Kathy found this place in Ipswich, Massachusetts. I've heard of that for some reason. Ipswich is that that's t- it's toward the Cape Cod on the coast. Someplace? I don't remember. It was okay. a long drive. That's that. okay. all I remember. Okay. A long drive. Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell is that? Ipswich. But whatever. It was a. Uh, a place up there, a big farm, and they had um, Great Danes. Okay. That's all they had with Great Danes. Okay. But they were trained to be balanced dogs. Okay. Because if anybody knows my daughter, she's disabled. Yeah, she yeah. cannot walk on her own. She yep. needs to be aided. And like you said, they this was a whole place there. If you qualified, you could get the dog for free. 
which is amazing, right? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, good place. Yeah, you could get the dog for free, and uh, these big, humongous Great Danes, and and people go up there, and you have to go through an evaluation thing. You have to meet all the dogs. They had to have had fifty wow. Great Danes up wow. there. Wow! Wow! All different, uh, and they used, they bred. I I don't remember the specifics, but they did do the breeding, and they it was a certain kind of a Great Dane, if that okay. makes any sense. Yeah, I don't really be. understand the the, okay. the the well, this you know the genetics and stuff like that. But uh, these Great Danes actually lived longer; they had a longer lifespan than a normal Great Dane. That's a good thing. But uh, yeah, same kind of a thing. They were trained to do a. Sp- specific purpose and you know you had to go up there and bond with your dog and train with your dog and if you qualified you would get you know you could get this dog but we did not qualify because my daughter did not have the required threshold of balance okay they don't they don't uh take take over your whole balance for you they aid in your balance and my daughter was below that threshold of where she could balance herself and have an aid with her. Now, how did those dogs work? You just, the dog by itself, you have to have somebody guiding the dog on a leash that somebody can no, lean, lean no, on the dog? No, 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 they, they had special harnesses. Okay. You know, that okay. for the person to hold on to. Okay. Now, you know the size of a Great Dane. I do. And you know the size of my daughter. I do. <laughs> She's small. Yeah. So, but like, I, I would assume like a normal person, they're perfect height. If you put your arm down, if you're standing up, you put your arm down, they're about right there because they're tall. Yep. So you hold on to this harness, and this dog was taught to counteract how you were uh, balancing. Yeah, I'm just curious how they did that. Uh, I don't know. It was through I, yeah. their training. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. and I think the dog learns. Oh yeah, without to a the doubt. to the specific person. Okay. You know? Okay. But the thing that was interesting is was you had to go up there. You had to go up there and spend time with the dogs and look and, and meet every single dog. Well, I'm I'm assuming there's certain dogs that be bond better with yes, you. Yes, that's and, what they said. And maybe dogs that were better physically for each adapted each person. Right. But the one thing I'm sure, whoever trains those dogs, they they knew how to temperament select those dogs. I'm you, sure they yeah, went through a screening. Yeah, yeah, you can have a whole litter of puppies, and maybe one of them, one out of five, one out of eight, uh, is only suitable for that. And that's with a lot of stuff. Even the you know, oh, police yeah. dogs, drug-smelling dogs, the whole nine yards, you got to have the right, right temperament right. dog. Competition, obedience dogs, the big thing is picking a dog with the right temperament, too. Yeah, because you don't want to... <laughs> yeah, no, they just... They, they just Certain dogs are just geared for certain doings for doing stuff. Okay, um, like we'll do a routine with dogs um, retrieving. Okay, I can't make dogs retrieve, but there's some dogs you can throw the balls all day long back and forth, and uh, you can and they certain, retrieve. Yeah, and they were that's that's how their heads are geared. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, they like it. But I'm sure that was probably the same thing. The whoever was in charge of that, they knew how to pre-select dogs. Yeah, they must have. Yeah. They did a great. They yeah. did a great job. The, it, the dogs are just beautiful dogs. Yeah, those big, humongous giants. They can be humongous. Yeah, I was in somebody's apartment one day. And they, they had a great day on the couch. I swear that dog spread out. Was Took seven, the whole couch. Yeah, seven feet tall. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I bet you if they stood up on their hind legs. Yeah. 
They're yeah. probably six feet tall. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there. It's uh, the sad thing with the bigger dogs; they usually don't last that long. So those guys, like you said, they they knew how to pick some kind of breed that lasted a little bit. There longer. was some, however they did it. There with their dogs, they would they they had a longer lifespan than a normal, you know, uh, yeah. Great Dane, which is good. Yeah. I, mean, I had a friend that were, they they were in the Great Danes, the same thing. Their dogs would usually last longer. Um, I well, think one of the things they did, they, they stapled the stomach on the dogs for sure because uh, some of the bigger dogs are prone to bloat, and I think Great Danes are one that do that. But there may be different breeds that last longer. Her well, dogs would last longer than I would ex- I expected for a big dog, and she knew what she was doing. Well, that's strange, too, with some of the breeds, too, their lifespans. Yeah. Like boxers have very short lifespans. I think okay. they're one of the shortest ones out of out of a lot of the species. Okay, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I yeah. think I think their normal lifespan is eight years, That's, nine years. That is for that size dog. Yeah, yeah. Usually a dog that size, I usually figure about thirteen years. Okay. No, uh-huh. no. I mean, this our one here is going on nine years now. Okay, almost ten. Roscoe's in good shape because he scares the crap out of me when I come over to Frank's <laughs> house, and I give him treats on top of it. He gives a treat. Well, he's friendly he, for that three seconds for when three he's eating. When he gets <laughs> some food, he's my best buddy in the <laughs> yeah. world, I know. And then forget it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dog training stories, too. Um, we were in New Mexico, and we went to a place that was a wolf boy, you're rescue. You're a world traveler. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we went to this place that was a wolf rescue place, which was kind of cool. And you talk Wolves. about big dogs. And... Um, I guess one of the wolves had gotten pregnant by accident. They had puppies there, and they were young adults. And uh, they'd come over to you. They were in a, in a fenced area, and they'd stand up on the fence. I'm over six feet tall. They were as big as I was on their hind legs. Really? Yeah. They seemed pretty friendly. I guess people have wolves as pets. And, uh, okay. After a while, they just can't control some of these, and they, and they wind up over... Um, in this place, they were a wolf rescue place is what they were, which is, it was interesting. It was way back in the Tuolis in New Mexico, but it was a pretty interesting place. I don't know if they are around anymore or not, but it was interesting. Um, I've seen some dogs, I guess they were probably wolf crosses. They were just beautiful dogs. Really? Uh, yeah, really beautiful dogs. They were good temperaments because they had them in a store with them, and they had two of them, but you could tell they were mixed with something. And uh, one of the hikes I went out once in California, the lady had a purebred wolf female, and she was fine. She was just like anybody else's dog. She was a good dog. Well, I guess it it all comes down to, like you said, the the temperament, yeah, and and the human behavior. Yeah. Now, what is that? You hear it all the time that they are domesticated. Yeah. So, so what is domestication? <laughs> I think probably what happened, and this is my opinion, guys. Anybody else has anything to uh, say about that? You know, send us an email or something. But uh, I think all the, all the dogs came from wolves. There may have been different types of wolves where they got crossed from. And my guess is certain certain of the wolves would um, maybe bond if they have puppies. They pick they temperament selected those wolves for the ones that maybe were more submissive and worked better with people. Or maybe those wolves picked people because they were looking for food and they were looking for scraps and you know we were really primitive and they were just hanging out with us. Gotcha. But I'm assuming there was a some kind of temperament selection thing going on even in those days, and they've crossed they've crossbred dogs from wolves. And let's uh, not forget, a lot of dog breeds came from Germany. 
That's true. That's I true. think they were a big uh, uh, proponent to um, a lot of the breeds that are out now today. They do, and a like lot. the uh, the Chinese too, didn't they? Do a lot of uh, dog breeding, yeah. dog breeding, yeah. and cross breeding, yeah. and yeah. and you got you can you can go through like I have I have a worldwide dog book, and uh, there are so many breeds out there you never heard of before. Uh, tons and tons of different breeds. The main ones you see are the AKC breeds here. Uh, but there's tons of other breeds out there. If anybody interested in dogs, just get a hold of some book with world dogs and just look at all the different types. Wow. Some of the dogs look very similar. They probably come from certain, you know, certain similar backgrounds and stuff, but uh, interesting. Um, yeah. There's a dog called the Leinberger. It was bred in Germany, I believe. Okay. Ah, there you go, Germany. It's bred to look like a lion. And it does. Oh, no kidding. It, it's a big dog. It's probably the size of your Great Dane, but the, the fur is different. Usually, very good temperament dog. We had worked with one this year, and it was a really nice dog. Wow. Uh, but you actually worked with one? Yeah, yeah. Un- unusual breed. You don't see them too much, but uh, um, good te- that one, really good temperament. Good now, are you allowed to bring in any dog into the United States? I guess so. Here's, a, here's another story. <laughs> we get into it. I'm going to drive you guys nuts, okay? <laughs> one of my clients worked down the city. He saw some lady who had a Doberman Pinscher, and it was beautiful. This is down in Manhattan. She said, well, where'd you get the dog from? Russia. What hmm. do you think he did? He ordered a dog from Russia. I don't know what it costs. I'm sure it wasn't cheap. He got his money's worth. The, the Doberman Pinscher he had, it just beautiful looks, great temperament. It was great. He, I, and there used to be places, too, and there probably still are, where you can order puppies from uh other countries, sometimes they're cheaper than buying them here, and they'll ship they'll ship them over to you. So yeah, you can bring dogs in from other countries without a doubt. Yeah, oh, um, I didn't I didn't know if there was like breeds that were banned in the United States. Yeah, no, I don't or, think so. No, um, no, you could just actually. I have friends them. that were in Afghanistan. They adopted a dog there, and they they brought him back with them. And it's here. Nice. Uh, yeah. The only things I think they put restrictions on on the. Maybe the wolf cross dogs or something like that. Some dogs have, or some states have restrictions how how much wolf blood they can well, have on, or maybe zero. I'm not sure, but that's the only restrictions I know. I'm sure here in in New York, everything's restricted mm. because you can't have anything in New York. <laughs> I have to agree with you, Frank. Jeez, you I have to agree with you. Uh, uh, surprisingly, let us have dogs here. Uh, right? Yeah. And they make money off of that too. You got to get a license. I know. And actually, there is um, I, another st- statistic I had. Each, uh-huh. each dog per year has about 2.4 vet visits a year or two. That's uh, it? Yeah. I would think even more than that, but that's interesting. Yeah, would, 2.4. Would, yeah, I would have thought less. Uh, you would have thought less? Yeah. Because most dogs, the younger dogs, are healthy. And it's just when they get older, they have problems most of the time. They start to have problems. Yeah, yeah. you need certain vaccinations and stuff, just like for your kids and stuff like that. But... Uh, now, how come dogs didn't have to get a coronavirus vaccination? You know, I think dogs did get coronavirus, believe it or not. They yeah, did. I think they did. I sure. They they, did. You know, that wasn't a big thing, but uh, I wonder if, you know, the animals were spreading it around too, because they even said deer were getting Yeah, it. I saw that, Frank. I agree. Yeah, that's you for know? sure. So Corona- why not the family dog? <laughs> well, I don't know. Does don't he know. have to get a card? Probably. Does he have to get a vaccine probably, card? Probably, probably. <laughs> you can't leave him out of the state or whatever. Right. <laughs> now, when you compare people to dogs, too, you have, you and I have you know health health insurance. 
they sell that for dogs too. They do, yes. Yeah, that's, yes. That's kind of a newer type of thing, not brand newer new, thing. but when I, I was wonder, younger. I wonder how that pays out though. I wonder, you know, what you're paying in versus what yeah, it pays out. I yeah, wonder how, how yeah. that uh, correlates. Yeah. Some, there's, you know, there's two theories in that. One of you can get the health insurance. If you get that, you really want to check and see what they cover. I think if you're going to get it, you want to get your dog on it right away because if they pick any problems with the dog they right, won't cover that right 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 other people think too instead of paying the premium just put so much money aside every every month and hey, uh, do your own health yeah, insurance basically yourself yeah. insures what you are right um though i had somebody they had a german they had a german shepherd it was a young dog i think it was two or three years old and it uh, had hip dysplasia and they had health insurance and they covered a big chunk of that really uh, yeah uh, of course, so vets can be expensive, without a doubt. Yeah, and without you know how doubt. I feel about vets. Okay, they're they're <laughs> okay, but they they are they are something we need. It, you know, here's one of the them. things too. You want to have a bond with a good vet. There are some great vets out there. They're people oriented. My old vet, I used to love. Uh, he's retired now, but uh, yeah, you got you want to have a good relationship. Pick a vet that will talk to you and listen to you. And right. that's, that's good. That's good. You do it just like you need health insurance for yourself. Sometimes you need stuff for dogs and you can't help it, you know. Uh, and again, it depends on the vet. Personal relationship, just like with your doctor. Sometimes sure. you like your doctor, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like people, same thing too, I guess. <laughs> um, so, um, trying to think what else we want to go with dogs, well, here, you know. Here, I got some questions for okay. you. Okay, uh-oh, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. Frank's in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me get my thing here. So, is this a fact or a myth? Let's see what you think. Okay. Almost all dogs can be trained to follow obedience commands and to stop undesirable behaviors. What's your feelings on that? If you say almost all, yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. There are some dogs, just like people, they have mental issues and they don't think properly uh, and you can't work with them. One of the things they use on dogs today, too, is medication, uh, stuff like oh, Prozac. Oh, really? Yeah. And it, it, when it works, it works great. doesn't always work. But yeah, most dogs you can. Some dogs, I don't think you can. Yeah. My, my sister had a crazy dog. Uh, uh, he was a uh, Dalmatian. Okay. And I... I believe that they there's a lot of problems with Dalmatians. Hearing they usually use lose their hearing is what they do early. Yeah, he was nasty. I still have a scar in the back of my leg where mm. he bit me, but she used to give him a Valerian root. Okay, well, yeah, it was yeah, something. Yeah, okay. Here's another. Well, it's one. basically Valium is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They use Xanax on dogs too today and all that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I wonder how many people are getting prescriptions for their dogs and then taking the medicine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Here's another one. Most dog obedience training issues and bad dog behaviors are a result of human error or human misunderstanding. You've already said that that's true. Yeah, a lot of times the dogs will take advantage of what they do. And if you let them get away with you know stuff they don't want them to do, they'll just continue it. They'll do what they want to do. A lot of dogs that do bad stuff, they don't know that it's really bad. Like if mm-hmm. you know your dog's stealing soft food off the counter and stuff like that. And he gets away where he thinks it's okay. So it's up to you, you know, to be dominant and let him know that he can't do that. And if you're dominant, normal dog will respect that is what will happen. Getting to that dominant position, though, is, can be kind of tough. Some dogs mm-hmm. are easy to work with. Some dogs are a little bit tougher. They will test you more. Well, here's a, uh, here's a myth that I found. Okay. It's, it kind of plays on what you just said. Bad dog behaviors are a result of dominance and can only be dealt with through physical corrections. 
Well, if they mean beating the dog, I, <laughs> I, 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 I never do that because right. I never think that you ever get done with that. But uh, I don't usually like to use food because um, right. you're basically just bribing your dog to do something. You don't have food. They won't listen to you. Um, basically, giving and forcing commands get you dominant position is what it is. And then you can set boundaries for things that you think are proper and are not proper. And they'll respect you if you're dominant. Dogs will bond with you more. People feel guilty sometimes about making dogs do stuff, and they shouldn't okay. because um, if you're dominant, they will bond with you more. If you just give them food and let them get away with murder, you're just some schmuck who feeds them, and yeah. that's it. They do what they want to do. That's it. They'll run yeah, you exactly. over. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Well, here's another myth I found. Let's okay. see if you agree or disagree. Okay. We cannot stop dog bad behaviors with reward training. Reward training is just for learning dog tricks. Okay. If they mean rewards for food, I agree. Mm-hmm. My treat for the dog when my dog does something good, I use vocal changes where a, um, a command such as sit is sit. And then as soon as the dog sits, good girl, good boy. That's, that's, that's my treat for the dog. Okay. Uh, you have to let them know what you um, don't want them to do, and you have to let them know what you do want to do. And that, it, it works. It really works well. Sometimes yeah. dogs, the only way you can motivate them is food. So there's some dogs out there you have to use food You have for. to just yeah, use yeah, the food. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but not all the time. There's right ways and wrong ways to now, use food. what are your thoughts on, like, those shock collars? I mean, that's a big thing. Yeah. Some people are for them. Some people yeah. are against yeah. them. I don't use that. Uh, some trainers do do that. Um, and this is my thinking because I'm not the expert on that. But to me, they're kind of like food. If you don't okay. have a treat, the dog won't listen to you all the time. The dog knows when the collar's on and the collar's not on. That's true. So, so you yes, train the do. dog when the collar's on, he'll listen to you. When the collar's not on, is he going to listen to you? I'm not sure about that one. But if you're dominant and you work Basically, with a leash, I use most of my things with. The dog will listen to you regardless of what happens. Uh, but there's pros and cons with that, too. I well, mean, I think even so, uh, dogs sometimes can get so focused that they don't even care. Like Because we had that stupid yeah. perimeter thing, yep. the wireless perimeter. Yep. Had the shock collars on the dogs. If there was a deer or something, they would run straight through it. But yep. they wouldn't come back. That happens. Because they would sit there because they knew they were going to get shocked. <laughs> I know. But they would go through, but they wouldn't come back. <laughs> I know. That happens. There's no foolproof thing on there. No, there's not. Sometimes they'll put double units on dogs that are really tough tough with the- Wow, a double shock collar? Yeah, yeah, sometimes they'll do that on there. Uh, <laughs> but the, the electronic fence is better than you getting your dog run over. You know, Some people That's don't true. like them, but it's better than having your dog go out in the street and get run over or something Well, like some that. people say they're inhumane. Yeah, I know. I blah, know. blah, blah, blah. I, I know, I know. But what so. are you going to do? Like you said, you got to contain them somehow. Yeah, yeah without a doubt. Especially sure. if they don't listen too much. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> or they won't have too good of a time out there chasing stuff. Right. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, the other big thing with dogs, I guess, is housebreaking. You know, expect when you get your dog home that you want to have some kind of housebreaking routine, too, ready to go. That's a biggie. You can paper train. You can housebreak your dogs. One goes inside. One goes outside. The funny thing with, we have people, they will adopt a dog that is paper trained. That means they go inside the house, okay? But here's the funny thing. <laughs> you take them outside, they won't go. They'll hold it. Uh, ah, they have to wait to go back so in the house. Because that's their spot. Yeah, that's their spot. That's how they were trained. Ah, now, you can you. convert that, which is a pain in the neck, but you can do that. But it's funny how dogs are, you know, trainable for stuff like that. 
Um, well, well, and the other thing with that is too, uh, I know like with cats especially, but I don't know so much with dogs. You can train them all you want, but when they're mad and pissed off, they'll poop and piss wherever the hell they want. I don't believe that with dogs. People no? people think that's the case. I don't think so. Uh, with housebreaking, we set up a routine. Most people don't have a good routine when they have uh, housebreaking accidents. And I don't think the dogs. I don't think the dogs do that for spite. I don't. Think I know they cats do. do that. Cats may. I'm not an expert on cats. They get pissed off and they'll just <laughs> piss right in your shoes. They don't care. <laughs> one of my one of my dog clients has a cat, and the cat pees all over the house. Oh, it must I don't, stink. Yeah, I don't know why. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The cat's bad news. Uh, Holy crap. Yeah. So I guess guess you're right. Uh, so like, dogs aren't like that. They they don't no, do they don't, things. They, they don't. They, if they have to go to the bathroom, they'll go. Sometimes they'll mark stuff. If uh, if you had a if you come into a house where you had a um, a dog, somebody's had a dog before and it's peed someplace, it leaves a urine scent there. Your dog may go back uh, and pee there too. He's got to you know, claim trick, that land. Yeah, the trick is to get rid of it. You know, clean it with an odor neutralizer or something. Well, thank God, dog piss doesn't smell half <laughs> as bad as as cat piss. But I've been in houses where they've had they've had dogs and they haven't had dogs for a while. And you go in like in a damp day, you can still you can smell, smell the urine on the floors. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, they need to do a really good cleanup job on there. So, <laughs> hell, uh, yeah. I've had apartments where I had to pull up carpet because people were pissing on um, it. Oh my god, human, cat, and dog piss. Wow, wow, <laughs> that's pretty bad. So people do it too, not just dogs and cats. Well, we're again, we're pack animals. We're very similar. Okay, so. yeah. Again, that's what that's why we've been hanging out so long. Um, probably, I can't. I I'm coming to the end of things coming I can think end? with dog. How about you? If you got yeah, anything, yeah, no, I got you with my mitts and uh, the yeah, couple things good. I pulled that out there. Good. Yeah, well, good. if anything else, you know that uh, they are definitely can't say man's. They are definitely our best friends, was, right? Yeah, and we they've been with us. They've helped us survive uh, through all these years too. Um, I think mostly they were probably a work animal in the beginning, and um, and you know what they you know what dogs are really good for? What's that? Home alarms because You're I, right. I worked with a couple people You're that right. were reformed burglars. Yep. Burglars. Yep. And I would always ask them. I would say, "Hey, you know what's the best defense for my house? Being an ex burglar." And they would always say, "Have a dog." I agree. That's why. That's one of the reasons we have the dog we have now. Uh, yeah, uh, without yep. a doubt. And you know what? You and I go out on house inspections. Yep. And I have to say, probably 95% of the houses that I go to, there's always a dog. You're right. At least one. Yep. Maybe more. And I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't go in that house either if I, if no. I, if I knew there was one, a dog there. One place I went to, thank God, there was a chain link fence because I went around the side. Yeah. And there was three pit bulls in there. And oh, they yeah. looked like they wanted to rip me apart. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I was scared they were going to jump over the fence. I've, I've, I've had a couple experiences <laughs> like that too. Uh, I was training a dog and it wasn't the dog I was working with, but we're walking down the street and somebody had a... It was a pit bull, and pit bulls are not bad dogs. No, they're, they're just not. like any other dog. If they're trained on, yeah, to be bad, trained, they'll be bad. And you got a good temperament dog, they're great dogs, okay? Yeah, no. But uh, this was a pit bull, and it was banging against the window, just trying to get out. <laughs> and I was just hoping it didn't break through the window. Yeah, you don't uh, want them to break the window. Yeah, and no, I didn't even, I wasn't worried about the window because it wasn't our house. But I was worried about the dog coming through at us, okay? Because yeah. I was well, working with another well, dog. Well, that's the thing. The dog is thinks. 
he's doing his job. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's doing his job. He's protecting the property. He's protecting his uh, his owners yeah. basically. And we we forget that sometimes, you know. I do. I get mad at my dog because he's going ape shit, you know. know and I'm like, know. uh, well, you know, okay, it's good boy, good boy. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're doing your job. <laughs> now stop. But yeah, that's dogs are basically they they start out, you know, working with people. I guess they'd even, um, you know, they'd hunt food. Um, some of the Native American tribes, um, they would give you a dog if you were going on a trip. They'd give you a dog, and the dog would no catch kidding. animals, and you wow. could take the animals and eat them. They they'd help you survive. Is what they would do. That's great. Well, they've they've been a great aid in the human yeah. race. Yeah. If not for nothing else, just for companionship. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, and even in this country, we we always think of Native Americans with horses and all that. There weren't horses here, you know, before Columbus got here, and uh, they used to use dogs to pull packs. Uh, wow, is what they did. That's how they transported their uh, equipment with them. Just no yeah. horses, just dogs. Unbelievable, right? Right, yeah. right. So awesome. Okay, awesome. so we did a good, uh, good uh, chat here on dogs. We did, yeah. yeah maybe, every- maybe we'll do another one, maybe on training another day or something like that. Yeah, we could always talk about dogs. People yeah. love dogs. Yeah, give us some feedback, people, for ideas, yeah. man. We love it. We love it. We yeah. do def- definitely love it. We love to talk about anything. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> okay. we're we're good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I'm good. So remember, what do I always say? Don't believe anything you read. <laughs> half of what you hear. And if it came from an app, it's probably crap. The truth's out there. You just have to find it, right? That's right. So, take care, people. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.